Hi, everybody. I'm Russ Mann from Permashield. I've been brewing solutions on the Car Guy Coffee Podcast. Let's brew! That's- Car guys and car gals. Yeah. Right. Hello. Bet you knew that because you clicked let's watch <laughs> or let's listen. Whichever. <laughs> so check this out. We are excited to have Russman still mm. with us doing incredible things, and he is going to help us do what it is we do on this jump box. And what do we usually do? Like any situation where you want to activate a dead battery, you address the negative. You got to address the negative. Have to do it. Got to stay grounded, folks. Okay? And then <sighs> unveil that positive. Go ahead and expose those connection ports. Clamp up those cables. Turn on that box and yeah. boom, juice it up. Juice Go it ahead up. and add juice to the battery <laughs> of that engine. <laughs> and that is what Russ Man is doing for you right here, right now, on the Car Guy Coffee Podcast. He is going to give you a little bit of juice. Yes, he is. Battery. He just recently had to jump a car to test drive it to show you guys how the permashield works. I did. That's yeah. how long that car sat there. I, and what a, what a great testimonial. Anyhow, yes, the jump box, my friend. Man, you know, your your guys' introductions are really kind of hard to follow. Like, like I, like I feel like I want to jump up and, like, a jump box, right? Like, whoo, right? <laughs> hey, then do it, man. Just be you, man. You know, yes, absolutely. So, Russ, I know that everybody, they, they always like to get an edge in life that, you know, and I'm sure with your experience, there's something that you can share with, with the people, with the Car Guy Coffee crowd. Let them know, hey, this is what you all should do. This will really help you out. What would that be? So for me, it's, it's, it's absolutely getting outside of your comfort zone. Um, the, the comfort zone, uh, you know, there's life is is life, right? It has its ups, it has its downs, it has its potholes, it has its rainbows. It has, I mean, you can use all kinds of different cliches to, to and and ways to conjure up images that you need to to be successful. But at the end of the day, you have to do the work, um, and you have to put yourself outside of the box of what you're comfortable doing every day. Um, and then when you do that, it gives you an opportunity to learn something. To, new, learn something and broaden your mind, um, and get out of your comfort zone. So take an example of, of learning when you're a kid to play. I grew up playing sports. Um, it was how I prevented, you know, that's how I interacted with other people's, right? So I, uh, I learned how to play sports. Well, I, when you, when you first time you strike out or the first time you miss a penalty kick playing soccer or whatever those kinds of things are, those are the things that got you outside of your comfort zone to try it again, right? You're outside of your comfort zone to try something different. You're outside of your comfort zone in the sales process, right? You have to ask for the sale. It, it takes practice. So I would always suggest that people practice at being outside of that comfort zone. Because when you practice it and you role play and you uh, learn from other people and create a process with yourself, um, getting out of your comfort zone is a lot easier to do. Um, and, and especially on the practice side, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, some people are really uncomfortable with role play. Um, I absolutely believe that role play is the easiest, fastest way for you to get outside of your comfort zone and become proficient at something that you weren't proficient at before um, without a lot of pain. 
Yeah, this is where you make your mistakes, right? This yeah. is where you you mess that up. This is where you can fumble yeah. and pick yourself back up. Because when you're in front of the customer, it's showtime. They don't want yeah. they don't want somebody that's less knowledgeable of what it is that they're buying. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't know anything about what I'm saying. Why? Because I haven't practiced saying it. Yeah, right. But if it really works, I promise. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not going to do right. it. So, like coming, coming back from a test drive is a great example. It was, the, it was the first one of the first things I really got out of my comfort zone with was when they came back for the test drive. So if uh, all the numbers, uh, if we can work out all the numbers and you're comfortable with that, obviously there's no obligation with that. Uh, but if I got the right payment, uh, uh, we got the right car, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. So if I got the payment right, um, you think it'd be okay for us to move forward? That sentence took me months to master when I first started selling cars because I had no one else to, to role play it with, right? It was every single every single customer. I'm like, um, so uh, how'd, how'd you like it? Oh, okay, you like the car. Okay, all right. Then I'm racking my brain at the time. What am I supposed to say right now, right? Because I hadn't practiced it. Mm-hmm. It's it's so. Oh, yeah. What do I do here? What do I do here? Yeah. What do I do? Okay, I'm back on the test drive. We parked it in the in the buy parking spot. Okay, what am I going to do next? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, do, do, you, do you want to you know, try the numbers? Extended? Yes. <laughs> no, it's, and you're right. You know, practicing with people, getting better because you know we. It's better, like you we're talking about. It's better to mess up with your peers than it is to do it in front of your customer because you want to be the best pro you can be because that's your opportunity, that's your paycheck, you know. Right, right. But it's also the you're a missed opportunity to help somebody get a better vehicle, help them understand because a lot of people don't say no because of the payment or price. It's just they don't understand and they just get the profit. Right. right. They need to go through all the steps. If somebody skipped something. The salesperson didn't do everything. Whether they didn't do the features and benefits, the test drive, the trial close. Or, you know, build some rapport with them, qualify, meet and greet. All that stuff is so important to selling a vehicle, having that process locked down, but practicing it. So having a peer to sit here and, hey, what would you say if a customer said this? Hey, let me, let me act like what somebody would just said to me. And what would you say to this? You know, and that's so key. So and key. even, even doing that with your partner is hard. That's still right. another piece of getting out of your comfort zone to go up like, Hey, Lou, man, uh, do you mind if you help, help me with practice my, my, uh, my, my pitch, right? I mean, that's even hard to ask mm-hmm. a peer to, to role play with you uh, right. because you know that they're going to put themselves out of their own comfort zone. Um, so it's, it, that's the key. If you can get, if you can have the courage mm-hmm. to do something that you've never done before and do it on a consistent basis with a peer first, when you do it, when you're out on the front line, it, it becomes just so much easier. Yeah. And then, every time. Every time, and it just becomes more and more because you're used it and you know it works and your peers use it and they know, you know they, they works for them. And, right. and I used to do a lot of listening. I used to, like, let's say if Lou was working a deal and I hear him trying to close one and I know it's a difficult close, I'd go sit down on the cubicle next to him, kind of hide down low and listen to what he's saying. You know, or I would listen to somebody who's been doing it for 10, 20 years or whoever. If I felt like I could learn something at this moment, I went and listened. That was another way I learned. Oh man, that was a great close. Wow. And it's not really close. It's, you know, we all techniques, say we're closers. You know? It's, it's not, and it's techniques, but it's really, it's making, uh, asking the right questions, understanding what the customer really is saying there and what their true objection is, and then explaining it's going to be okay. 
Right. You right. just make them comfortable. You make them feel like it's going to be all right, that they deserve this and so on and so forth. And it's an emotional thing. Buying a car is emotional. Putting, you know, buying anything you do. Anytime you're buying something, there's a slight emotions to it. There always is. I don't care if it's toothpaste. There's emotions attached to that a little bit. So, it but is. buying a car is amplified because it's so expensive. You and there's so much risk. Day. There is so much risk. I mean, this is the thing that you're riding at crazy speeds next to other people riding at crazy <laughs> speeds. And your life is right there, you know, inches away from everything changing. You know what I mean? And so it, key things like having a, a, a good set of shoes on a car, a good set of tires are vital to the success of that vehicle getting where it has to get. And you have a product that solves and that there problem comes that makes people feel just even more confident in what it is that they have. And I mean, when I, when I look at things, you know, I consider our profession uh, especially in the sales end, you know, it's very good for us to always sharpen our axe to, you know, get our sword sharpened, to get our tools right and, mm-hmm. and clean. And I think about it because in our profession, you know, we get so much rejection and we get we get such a bad stigma on us or, or whatever the case is. Um, but I think of it, you know, like my daughter, she she was uh, working on being a phlebotomy tech. Right. So she sat Fred and I down. And different pr- pr- professions don't play. You have to do that role play. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to get that role play right with the dummy first to get the dummy right, make your mistakes there, and then put your father and his best friend in a chair. And hopefully you don't make him his blood squirt everywhere. You know what I mean? But that's that's what you have to have those people in front of you and different role players um, to help sharpen your sword from different angles you know what i mean because the one person if you always are role playing with the same person they're going to come up with the same answer and you're always going to have that technique handled one thing that i've learned about sales and, and i'm pretty excited and proud of is that we've had many exposures to people so it, like you said about um making sure that people that you're leading stay calm yeah. that's the biggest thing that that we that i've been able to gain is is to maintain excitement while at the same time of somebody that's absolutely petrified still being like it's all good it's all good. We're all good. Take it easy. I know you just lot dropped that guy, but that's cool, man. Hey, look, bro. That, and the customer too. You know what I mean? Making sure that the customer is comfortable. You know what I mean? But when the salesperson, you, you all know when that salesperson has that crazy walk, or they're speaking with excitement, and then oh, it, it, it it shifted to it doesn't sound just excited anymore. This dude sounds anxious, and that person that's working with them gets scared of that. Well, you yeah. got to practice how to deal with exactly the excitement right. of the game. You know oh. what I mean? And, and oh, yeah. being on stage. I so, remember taking that deep breath before I went, you know, after you close it, you're like, all right, folks, take you to Stein right here and I'll be right back. Let me make sure all this works out. And you, I try to walk slow as I'm walking away instead of being like, oh my God, this stuff doesn't work. You know? <laughs> And then, oh. and then you're doing paperwork. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, I need a oh, license. Yes. Okay, okay. Need, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. What's taking finance so long? I just got the folder, <laughs> I man. I just got you your folder, saying? bro. I can't print it that fast. Uh, Go get your Snickers <laughs> off the car. You know what I mean? Go sit down with your customer. Talk about anything but the car deal. <laughs> right. But no, you know, but no, man, that's a great jump box. People, I, I encourage you, role play with your folks, role play with everybody. I, like he said, I know it can be awkward to ask, but I can assure you, if you go to the right people at the store, they'll do it with you. They, because they're probably wanting to ask you too, but they're too scared to ask themselves. Right. So be, be that person, be the one that says, Hey, you know what? I want to practice. We were fortunate, Lou and I, we were on a floor with a bunch of hostas that all love role playing. So we had a chance to sit down and just spit games to each other all the time. Like, we're like, Hey, and we were so analytical. My, my first two years, I was, I thought about the deal way too deep. You know, I remember I was like, okay, but what if I, 
you know, but it was great. I'm glad that I did that because I, I tried everything in those first couple of years. You know, I was trying to bust and I was getting into all the psychology of it, which it does work. Yes. But at the same time, it all boils down to just sounding like a professional, know what your product is, know what you're doing, be em- empathetic to people, understand where they're coming from and make sure that it is something that is worth their while. The value does exceed the cost to them. Once that happens, and they do it. And they're and- matching together a couple of kisses, folks. <laughs> right? Keep it simple, stupid. That's it. Right? And, and keep, keep it seriously, seriously silly. silly. And <laughs> it's okay to to feel silly being serious about your profession. You know, and, and we all always feel weird when we get in those silly moments. But it's okay. Role playing has to be serious. And it's okay if you, you laugh. And it's I think okay I've closed 100% of the people fun. I made laugh. Yes. Being That's silly, fact. it helps out. It releases say, if the it's tension. not a hundred, it's dang close. If I made them laugh, they sign paperwork. Yeah, they go from here to they go from hmm to. <laughs> All right, you know what? I know it's ten dollars more than I want to, but I'll do it. So you know that being said, that was a jump box, my friends. Thank you, Russ, for that. We'll be right back with Car Guy Confession Session. Whoop whoop. 